You're listening to Soulful Entrepreneurs Unleashed with Cass Duffhill, and I'm determined to show you that you can be a heart-led entrepreneur and create a wildly abundant business. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting out, I'll share with you a unique blend of simple, soulful marketing and revenue-generating business tips so you can grow a lasting legacy beyond the constraints of one-to-one. Welcome to Soulful Entrepreneurs Unleashed. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Soulful Entrepreneurs Unleashed. Now, today I'm diving into a topic with you that is very close to my heart because I am a practitioner. I'm a business and marketing strategist, and I have been through burnout more times than I would like to admit. And I've been through severe burnout, burnout that caused such severe health impacts that I had to cease working for many, many months on at least two different occasions. And from that learning, it hit home for me that I needed to diversify my income, that being reliant on a one-to-one business model where I was the sole entrepreneur, the sole practitioner, was an unsustainable business model when I was going to have issues with my health. Being a solo parent meant that I needed the stability of income that would continue to come in even if I could not work. So today I'm going to talk about the top ways that I think you can start diversifying your income in 2024 as health and wellness entrepreneurs and soulful entrepreneurs. I find this a really exciting topic because I think when we dive into these ideas, it makes us think broadly. We start to dream. We start to envisage what we could create, how our income could change, and how that could change the trajectory of our business and our life and also the impact that we're making in people's lives. I guarantee that you are making an amazing impact in the people that you help. But in a one-to-one business model, there is only so many hours in the day There are only so many people that you can see. If you want to support your business to have growth and financial achievement, there will come a point where you need to move beyond the limitations of a one-to-one business model. So today, let's talk about some of those. The key being in diversifying your income is to move beyond relying on a single income source because this is going to give you a much more stable business that can grow over time and it is much more scalable when you move away from a one-to-one business model. When you are in the one-to-one model, the way that you can scale your business is by duplicating yourself, which sounds silly, I know. But what I mean by that is you need to take on staff. You need to take on subcontractors, freelancers, etc., to be able to see more one-to-one clients, more one-to-one patients. But that's not always possible and not everybody wants to start running a team or running a staff. So let's have a chat about how you can diversify your income with different revenue streams. So the first thing you need to do is have a look at what you are currently offering and start to identify the opportunities for you, the ideas that you could have that are relevant for your niche and for the clients that you work with. Could you do online courses, digital products? Could you bring out a membership? Could you write an ebook? Could you look at different affiliate streams? There are a number of different ways you can diversify your income. In 
If you are currently working in a one-to-one business model, getting great results for your clients, then moving into online programs, group programs, hybrid type programs is the first logical step for you because you're already getting results. You're using a proven formula. The framework you're taking your clients through has standard elements that can be duplicated into an online program. Now, this doesn't mean that you're leaving your clients without support. When I ran my online programs, they always included at least three one-to-one consultations with me so I could tailor the approach for those clients. Now, you don't have to do that. I also had DIY programs that people could do of their own accord that never had anything to do with me. So there are options both ways. You can make it fit you and what you want it to be. Digital products could be things like downloadable, self-paced programs. It could be meal plans. It could be recipe books. It can be all sorts of different things, activity trackers, meditation series, journals, there's a whole heap of different things. Ebooks is something that I think as health and wellness entrepreneurs and soulful entrepreneurs is something we should be delving into. You have so much amazing knowledge. That knowledge is not common knowledge. So it'd be great to put that into an ebook, something that you could sell as a low ticket offer that people could buy from you again and again. If you love the idea of supporting people long-term, memberships could be great for you. Memberships require a small piece of information, a snippet of helpful information month after month that you will be providing to your members. So there's a lot of great options there. Start thinking about how these might align within your current business and within your current business model that will both target your expertise and make the most of what you know and also cater to the needs of your ideal clients and your target audience. The first stumbling block for many soulful entrepreneurs and health and wellness pracs when they think about creating new revenue streams, the first one they think about tends to be online programs and they hit the stumbling block of how on earth do I do it? What is the tech? How does it work? How do I put it together? How do I deliver it? What I would say to you if you want to start looking at this revenue stream is upfront, forget the tech. There are so many different tech platforms and ways to deliver an online program uh, or a digital product for that matter, that getting caught up in the beginning on the tech means that you're not moving forward. So create the product, do an outline of your online course, do a draft of your ebook, create an outline of a program that you might offer or your library of digital resources that people can download. Work on the content first and then move into the tech. And there are a number of people in the industry and outside of the industry, myself being one of them, who can help direct you to the best tech for what you're trying to deliver. Um, In the show notes, I will put a link to the platform that I personally use, and it's something that I recommend you have a look at because after being on a number of platforms, I think it's one of the best out there for delivering digital products, courses, and memberships. So have a look at that one. When you're thinking about, let's say, a digital program as your first option, what you need to think about is how long does it need to be? That needs to be the length of time it takes to get somebody a result. and you need to think about how deep you go. The thing that I found when I started creating my online program for the first time, the first run of my program, friends, was way too deep. I went into the ins and outs about the gut lining and all sorts of different things that my audience didn't need to know. But I managed to 
change and amend my program. And by the third run, I was very happy with how it went. But what I will say to you there is whatever you're planning on delivering, try and come up a few levels. Remember that everything you know is so much more than the average person and you don't want to overwhelm them with content. Think about what are the key basic things that they need to know to learn to achieve to get the outcome and deliver those. Then think about the product in terms of what sort of support will this need. If this is something simple, they may not need a lot of support. If it's something more in-depth, say you're creating an online program for people with a chronic health condition, well, those people will probably need more support, more hand-holding, more touch points. So build the program around what your ideal client would need and would get benefit from. The next thing that gets people tripped up on their digital product when they're thinking about programs is, what am I going to price it at? Now, the way to do this is, again, forget the pricing till you've created the product. You don't know what the product is worth up front. Start with the creation. Once you've created it and you know the transformation that it provides, I'd recommend doing one of two things. First one, do not ask your peers for an idea on price. Do not hop into local Facebook groups and say, hey, what do you think I should price this course at? I see this all the time. Pricing by community vote is not going to give you an accurate price. Because the people that you are asking are not your ideal client. So it's completely irrelevant. The best way to look at pricing these offers is look at what you charge for a one-to-one consult and use that as a base. If this online program has six hours worth of content, plus some email support, plus a Q&A, then Bundle that up, work out what that would cost you in time and effort, and then work out how many people you need to come into this program to make that viable and go from there. Right now in the market, I'm seeing a lot of programs around the six-week mark being between $4.99 and $9.97 type price points. Programs that are towards the 12 weeks are anywhere from the $1,000 price point. A lot of them are at $1,499. And there's also a lot there at two, two and a half thousand. I have seen more expensive ones as well. Remembering that people buy what they need. So you need to make sure that this product, however you create it and however you price it, achieves the outcome that you promise that it's going to achieve. For those of you that are more interested in memberships and subscription type services, I think these are great opportunities. I actually built my clinic in the first year or so on, you would call it a membership program now, but back then it was a monthly webinar series that people could subscribe to. In the early days, it was free and then it became something that was paid for. My clients would be asking, when is the next one? Can you send me the link because my friend wants to sign up? It built my list really quickly and it built my clinic really quickly. So let's talk about memberships and subscriptions. These are a great option to add because you're only having to deliver a small piece of content, a small piece of learning, help or advice on a monthly basis, and people will subscribe to this for a period of time. In the last couple of years, we've seen the churn on memberships change. Churn is the amount of time someone stays in your membership before they leave. In the past, we used to see about eight months being churn. Towards the end of last year, in some memberships, we were seeing churn as low as three months. 
So the key with memberships, if you are bringing those out in subscription type services, is they have to be action oriented. People aren't going to want to sit there just for the sake of learning something new anymore. Those days are gone. In 2024, memberships have to be about taking action and about giving people results. Explore different models here in terms of what you could offer in a monthly membership. What exclusive content access could you add? Is this going to tack on to a personalized coaching or health and wellness program? Is it a bonus that you could be offering as well to some of your high-end clients? Look at the different strategies too around attracting and retaining members. How are you going to get people to find this? How are you going to get them to stay? What is going to be the motivating factor? And how are you going to create a sense of community and deliver ongoing value? Now, the one thing that I find many entrepreneurs get wrong when they're talking about creating their membership or subscription type service is they look at it as a month-by-month, one-off little drop of content. And it's actually more than that. You need to be crafting a journey. So look at it more like a 12-month journey And across that 12 months, what do you want your ideal client to learn, to do, to achieve, or to action? Those become the titles, the modules, the sessions that you will offer in your membership or subscription. Another option that people in our industry often forget about is affiliate marketing. Now, affiliate marketing is not a a horrible under the table way of earning money. Proper affiliate marketing is when you're getting a commission for promoting somebody else's program. Now, I don't do a great lot of affiliate marketing. I'm very careful about who I affiliate for. You will see me affiliate for a couple of programs. But apart from that, I don't do a lot of this. There are more coming into our industry and there's some quality ones coming through. So that can be well worth looking at. One of the ones I do affiliate for is actually the membership portal platform that I use. And you'll find the link down in the show notes. And the link down in the show notes is an affiliate marketing link, full disclosure. So if you do sign up through that, I do get a commission every month. But it's a great program. It's the one that I'm using. So for me, affiliate marketing has to be about integrity. It's about sharing those platforms, those courses that I use, that I love, that I think of value and letting people know about those. And I think if you're going to use affiliate marketing, come from that place of integrity and make sure that what you're sharing and what you're promoting aligns with your own brand values, your own personal values, and that it's something your audience will want to know about. It's also important that your affiliate products don't cannibalize any of your own and cannibalize would mean that they would buy affiliate product instead of your own if you have a product in your office suite that provides the same outcome as an affiliate marketing product then that's an affiliate marketing product that you need to steer clear of great thing about affiliate marketing though it can become a very lucrative passive income product for you so it's a great opportunity When you are looking at building a business model that has multiple revenue streams, you need to start by thinking about how all of these offers go together. And I call this offer mapping. Offer mapping is more than Ascension model mapping. And I know that's what we've been talking about the last few years. I've moved on from there and now I'm working with something that I've called offer mapping. What this is, is working out what is my main offer? What is the key signature offer that I make in my business? 
and building out the other sides from that. So for me, it's things like my programs, marketing mastery and practice to program. It's my key mastermind, the elevation code, and it's my premium one-to-one create and elevate. So with those in mind, I've had to think around that going, right, what are the low ticket offers that could really balance this out? What are some high ticket offers that could balance this out? Where are the gaps in the offer suite that I have? For you, thinking about your offer map, there's five core elements to this, plus two extra ones you can add if it suits where you're at. So the first level, bottom level on the rung of your offer map is your lead magnet. And it's got to be a lead magnet that relates to the product that you're selling. The next level up is low ticket. And what makes sense as a low ticket? It is something that is a small piece of the pie that they get coming into your main offer. The middle of the road on there, the next one is your program, your package, your consult package, whatever your main offer happens to be. And then what's the level up from there? Once people have done that with you, where do they go? And crafting an offer for that, that's normally moving into more premium offers and services and programs. The other side of this though is downsell. So if this next level of offer is not an, is not right for them for whatever reason, where can they go? What's the downsell from there? Then the other two elements I like to consider when I'm thinking about this offer mapping is do I need any in-person events that will match this or do I need some online that will support this particular offer suite? It's no. Moving into 2024, I think that we're going to see people wanting more in-person events. We're going to see people wanting more retreats, more expos. I think we've had a couple of years where we've been a little bit isolated in the business world, and I think I'm seeing a trend where people are starting to move back towards wanting to network and meet up in person. So just to round that off for you, in offer mapping, the levels in your offer mapping that you want to look at are starting with your lead magnet, then low ticket, then your actual program, up level from your program, and the downsell. So what are those five elements within your business model? Today, I've been really focused on giving you ways and ideas that you can diversify your income as a soulful entrepreneur, health and wellness practitioner. By exploring all these different revenue streams, such as digital products, memberships, affiliate marketing, I'm hoping that what we can do is build a business model for you that is more financially stable and that will expand the impact that your business makes in the lives of the people that you help. When you move into these different diversified revenue streams, the passive, the semi-passive income streams, you are helping more people than you ever could in a one-to-one model. So the impact of your business is exponential. Remember here to choose revenue streams that support your expertise, that align with the needs of your ideal client. And don't be afraid to think outside of the box. I haven't told you everything here. These are just ones that are really common, that work really well for lots of people in our field. It doesn't mean this is all there is. Think about how you can add different income streams to your business in 2024. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I look forward to seeing you flourish even further on your entrepreneurial journey. This has been Soulful Entrepreneurs Unleashed with Cass Duffield. 
Thank you for listening to Soulful Entrepreneurs Unleashed. If you are ready to create soulful success in your business, grab my guide to soulful revenue creation and start creating your wildly abundant life. Thanks for being here and I'll see you in the next episode.